Hello and welcome back to Nintendo Nostalgia. I am your host, Josh, and today I am here with absolutely nobody but myself. So this week um, I will be alone, at least for this for this little episode. We don't have a long one for you right now since it is just me. Um, wanted to come and share with you all some of my thoughts on Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Um, there's been a lot of buzz about it, of course, a lot of good. Um, it seems to be making records for that franchise. That is great. Like, seems like a lot of series on Switch um, seems to be pulling off, so that, that's really good. Um, hopefully it's a good thing for the future. But I have a lot of uh, feelings on it and thought we would get to share those. I apologize that some of the other guys weren't able to join me this time. But, uh, yeah, I will give them a little chance here to go ahead and get their thoughts in uh, via voicemail. Um, I was actually invited to participate in an episode, and this is why, you know, I'm, I'm glad I declined because I'm already rambling. But um, I am so in love with Kirby and the Forgotten Lands, I just kind of had to dive in and decide to leave a voicemail. So before it took me off, um, I just want to, like, brag about everything that I love about this game, starting with something I already posted in the closed Facebook group, but that's the art design. Um, I just think it's incredible. It's like it's almost like they didn't need to choose that level of depth with, um, I mean, the the lighting, the textures, everything. Um, I don't quite know if it's intentional. It could just be something where the processor can't quite load everything as um, ideally as they intended. But when you're approaching characters um, and they're in the distance, it has almost like a stop motion quality to it, uh, which again, if unintentional, I think it's charming. I think it's it looks so amazing. Um, hopefully you guys know what I'm talking about. Um, I think the boss battles are super fun. Um, I like that this game has a very approachable, uh, low challenge for anyone, anyone that wants to play it, which is great. Um, I think it would be an amazing first Kirby game experience for people. Um, but, yeah, nothing ever just seems, like, boring or anything like that or repetitive. I mean, it's like every... Every boss battles with a smile on your face. It's super fun. Um, I, it, going through the motions like um, mouthful mode, uh, every ability that you inhale is, like, genuinely fun. I can't use that adjective enough. Um, you know, like a car, you get to actually race on the track. Um, it's just there's challenges. and It's just every ability they thought through. It wasn't, like, just a quick gimmick of just trying to do something new with the Kirby game, like, okay, we've done all of this before, he inhales enemies and, you know, um, their abilities uh, he can use, but with the mouthful mode, it's just, it's, it's incredible, I love it, I love all of the um, unlockables and collectibles, I like that you can upgrade and evolve all of your abilities, that's so neat, um, it's just, there's endless, it's, there's, so much incentive to 100% this game um, to get your money's worth. And, you know, I've heard some criticism about the game because it's quote-unquote easy. I mean, and not, I mean, for seasoned gamers, sure, but again, it's in no way ever uninteresting. Um, I have fun every second that I'm playing on it. So, um, and the last thing, you know, when I saw the trailer, I I'm glad that there's um, clearly there's kind of like an underlying message, uh, the same vein as Wally.
My name is Lily, and I like when Carrie turns into the car. And I like, and my favorite move is Dragonfire. And I, and me and my daddy made Kirby cookies. All right, so all of that being said, I will go ahead and start with our normal little segment here on what we, or, or myself, I am radical rexing about. Um, so one of the biggest things, of course, has been Kirby. Um, of course, we're going to talk more about that in a moment, uh, but it has gotten me to go back and play some other Kirby games, a couple that I may have maybe have not finished before. Uh, Squeak Squad, um, I actually played it on the Wii U um, since I did not own the, uh, is it DS? DS card, yeah. And that was actually really good. It was really good on the Wii U. Um, uh, so I do recommend ch checking that one out. It's not like anything major or revolutionary, but it's definitely worth worth the, uh, I forget how much it was. It wasn't a whole lot. Um I would recommend using the gamepad as the bottom screen for the DS and the TV as the top. As simple as that. And I think it works absolutely perfect. Some DS games don't work real great like that. But I think this one fit it just fine. It did not feel, you know, like it's a DS game being emulated onto something that a DS game shouldn't be emulated on. Um, so there's that one. I went back and played a little bit of Return to Dreamland. Um, little, a few things like that. I actually played several of the side games. I'd played them before. But like pinball, um, I cannot remember the name of it ever, and I've played it probably the most. It's like the Breakout Clone. I think it's Kirby Block Ball, I believe. It's a Game Boy game. I've been played it on my 3DS. And Kirby Star Stacker, I believe it is. These are all pretty solid. We might talk more about those um, another time, actually. Um, I would recommend going and checking those out. If you like those type of little puzzle games and such, they're not expensive, and they are currently on the 3DS. They're only about 3 or $4 a piece, so might want to go check that out. Um, anyway, outside of that, we'll get back to Kirby more here in a moment. Um, went and saw one of the newest video game movies and a f series that I've been a long time fan of, though I know many of you would give me a hard time for that. And I understand. Uh, we went and saw Sonic 2. So I'm very happy to see the success it has been getting. Um, somewhat critical <laughs> and mostly by like the audiences who it's actually made for, you know. Like, uh, fellow Sonic fans um, seem to be enjoying it as well, so I'm quite happy with that. Love to see that success. Um, seem to be some people that really do sort of care about that franchise uh, or that IP somewhere in the team. I don't know if everybody involved does, but it seems like there is some actual love and care in there. Yeah, there's a few uh, imperfect parts of both that movie and the first movie, uh, mostly involving some of the human stuff and some of the cheesy jokes in there, but... Besides that, um, there's still a lot of love, especially for, for Sonic fans to enjoy in that, and I think 2 is even better. Um, I love Knuckles in it. Um, I don't want to talk spoilers, um, but there's there's a lot to take in there if, if you've grown up with that series. And I, I could see possibly enjoying it even outside of that. Um, just go in remembering, you know, it is sort of a kid's movie um, or a family movie, and some stuff you kind of do without, I guess. Uh, but I very much enjoyed it. Saw it with my daughter like I did the first movie. Just sort of a daddy-daughter thing. And we've already promised to go see the third one together because there is uh, planning to be a third one already. Um, so very happy about that. I think Knuckles is even supposed to get a series. Hopefully they don't take it like too far, but 
I'm cool with that. Knuckles has always been a favorite of mine. Haven't been super happy with how he has been uh, handled in recent years, mostly with recent games in the last, shoot, decade or so, the few times he shows up anyway. Um, but I really think they pulled him off very well in this movie. Um, yeah, and I, I cannot remember the man's name or I'm going to pronounce it wrong. <laughs> that does his voice. Um, it's a different direction for him, for Knuckles as a character, sort of. But it works. I think it works really well. Um, anywho, enough of that one. Uh, outside of that, really, for myself, there's not like a whole lot. Well, there is a whole lot going on. It's mostly stuff that's not all that interesting, though. <laughs> um, I've been hoping, uh, well, I have been coaching my uh, daughter's soccer team. So I oh, hope for the best on that because, uh, you know, honestly, baseball is my better sport. But uh, long story short, I've ended up there. So. You know, that's cut into some extra time. But uh, anywho, outside of all of that nonsense, let's go ahead and jump right into talking about my thoughts on Kirby and the Forgotten Land. everybody so one thing I will sort of say for the end some of my own experiences with this um, who I've got to enjoy it with and all of that sort of thing because um, this one I feel like is really going to be one of those that um, I'll look back on fondly um, as we've named many of our episodes and we may have named this one as well <laughs> so we're sort of making nos sort of making nostalgia so to speak um, so I'm really happy about that but going into this game um, well, first off, first off, hearing about it, I was definitely excited about it. I am a huge fan of 3D platformers, um, Banjo-Kazooie, Mario Odyssey, um, all of those sort of games. Uh, yes, I even liked ukulele. <laughs> uh, gosh, I, I, there's so many in my head, I can't even think of all of them right now. Um, like Donkey Kong 64. Uh, all, all of those are sort of my favorite type of genre. I love 2D platformers as well. Um, but yeah, I, I was... Really looking forward to this one. Um, it was really great to see Kirby finally make that 3D step. I mean, it feels like it. we've been kind of wanting that for about 20 years. Um, you know, I, I wasn't really a huge Kirby fan myself. or I just didn't really dislike him. I just hadn't played many of his games until about 64, and then it was still kind of hit and miss. And, you know, there's some fun stuff to go back to. But I totally see um, sort of the general gist, I guess, of where a lot of people seem to think it's sort of the same thing over and over, just slightly different, sort of the same formula. Um, not, nothing like super offensive, but nothing spectacular either. Sort of that, um, I would say like a 7.5 or 8 at the most, maybe not that much even, out of 10 sort of games, you know. And, and sort of easy in many cases anyway. I don't think that's fair for some of the Kirby games. Some are quite difficult in certain areas, but, you know, that's whatever. Um, I totally still at least see where that um, thought process would come from. Um, for this one, it, it was good to see um, that new direction. Now, it does sort of just feel like, to an extent, this is going to sound more negative than I mean it, but it feels like Kirby in 3D, you know? <laughs> it's still sort of that same formula. There's levels to get through, uh, beginning and an end, 
uh, wasn't exactly necessarily what I was hoping for when I was thinking it was more like a Mario 64-ish kind of 3D game. But then again, I think this actually totally works for this. Uh, it's sort of akin to Mario 3D World, I guess, if I was to compare it. I honestly like this one a little bit better, even though I'm usually more, typically more of a Mario fan. But, you know, there are various collectibles. There's like the little figures you can collect, which I think are great. Um, they're sort of like the trophies from Smash Brothers. Uh, the higher ranked ones have little descriptions, things like that. You can look at them. Uh, there are, there's reasons to collect coins, uh, little things like that. Oh, there's missions actually on each level uh, that can be a large variety of things, um, be it like uh, water five flowers, but then there's other ones. It's like finish this race in less than 30 seconds or something. Um, so you'll get those. Sometimes they'll show up in different orders. You'll have to go through the level before you find out what the missions are. Uh, there's also waddledies to find. It sounds like a lot, but it's, they all sort of come natural. Uh, some things are definitely harder to find than others, but it's never like that, that extreme. There are a few missions in there that definitely stick out in my mind that have been difficult to pull off. We're a little over 90% done ourselves here with the game. Um, so I think I've seen most of the most difficult things. Um, but yeah, there, there's still a good bit to do there. There is, um, this is somewhat of a touchy, spoilery thing. There are, I'm trying to think of how to say this without, I don't want to spoil anything for anybody. Uh, I'll try to stick pretty early game. Um, but there's a decent amount of worlds. I'll just say that. I won't even say the number. Um, it's nothing huge, but it's, it's a lot better than what, uh, our star, all star allies had. I think it had like four worlds. It's more than that. <laughs> um, but yeah, even the little overworld map has a lot of charm to it. You're flying on a warp star through it. You can collect things on the overworld map. There's little challenges to complete. Um, there's simple like coins and things like that to find. There's a lot of... One thing I haven't really mentioned much yet, um, just trying to go through the list of it all, is there is a lot of charm to this game. Um, one example would be like when you're looking at your figures, when you want to zoom in on them, kind of look at them a little better. They're sitting on a table that has a giant, has Kirby really huge in the background looking at it, sometimes making different faces and stuff as you're zooming in. Not necessarily needed, but it just adds a lot of that charm to it. If you, if, if you catch on to that sort of thing, you can just sort of see like the love and character put into everything. Um, in the Waddle D Town, which is sort of like the hub, so to speak, not really the map, the world map, but, but this little 3D hub you can wander around. Things continue to build in it, and there is like a purpose behind it. There's mini games. Um, there's a place where you can evolve abilities, things like that. So there's plenty of purpose behind it, but there's also just little nice, uh, charming aspects to it. Uh, Kirby has his own little house. You can go in there and take a nap, and you, you get your health back, but there's different little animations behind that. One of them, Kirby rolls out of the bed. Again, there's not really a big reason for that part of it, but it's just, they didn't need to add that, and it's there. Um, and, and it's it's nice. <laughs> um, there's a little movie theater. Yeah, that's a, that's another one that sticks out, actually, that gets built early on. That is a way to rewatch cutscenes. Not everybody wants to do that, but it's there if you want to go back and rewatch them. Uh, but it's not, it's more than just like clicking through a menu to select the scene you want to watch. You walk into the theater and you tell the guy at the desk, which one you want to watch. And then you walk into the little theater and find a seat. It's just, it's adorable. Really. <laughs> um, it's, it's just a lot of little things like that, 
that pop up throughout the adventure, throughout the game. And I just think they pulled it off really well. It has a lot of charm to it. Um, maybe some of the biggest highs of some of the last Kirby games, the big intergalactic battles, some of that doesn't reach quite the same level, maybe, as some past Kirby games. I, I don't know. Um, but there's still there's still a lot here. There's a lot of cuteness, but then there's a lot of, like, what-the-heck moments that you probably have come to sort of expect out of Kirby games if you've, you know, caught up so far, especially towards the latter half. Um, or if you really think about some of the lore behind some of what's happening or some of the characters, what they've been through. Um, so it, it gets sort of weird, but kind of in a good way. Uh, again, trying my best to avoid spoilers there. Uh, but this, the story really picks up as well uh, towards the end. It's not like the biggest... Well, I guess the stakes are pretty big. <laughs> it's not like the most epic story, I guess, um, up until then. But there, there's there's some stuff to sort of chew on there and things to look back on. By the time you get to the end, you sort of see more of the purpose of uh, what you've been doing, more than just trying to get Kirby back home to Popstar. Um, so I, I, I came to appreciate some of that, some of the little side characters. I won't get too far into that. Um, and the setting itself while I'm on it actually is, is nice. It's, it's, it's obviously, it's not pop star. If you've looked into this game at all, um, it is in this new forgotten land, so to speak. Um, there are ruined buildings. There's one, one of my favorite parts of the whole game, favorite worlds has to be the little like amusement park area. That place is super cool. There's a couple references in there. I'm pretty sure, um, Disney's, uh, electrical, or Main Street, well, oh my gosh, I messed up the name. Electrical Parade is referenced um, in a particular spot. Uh, there's a couple other little things hidden in there, I think. Uh, or I'm just overthinking it. Anyhow, though, some of that is handled really cool, really neat. Um, a lot to just take in, a lot of little side things to do. Um, and I know I'm sort of jumping around here, but that brought me to another... Um, thing I wanted to talk about in particular, a lot of you already know what the copy abilities consist of. You know, you get the sword, you get pretty average stuff in this game for the most part, and I understand you could be maybe a little disappointed in that. I think there's 12 abilities in this one. So you get like the sword and the hammer, things like that. Um, you also have a couple other sort of oddballs. Again, won't mention them all, but uh, the best part about that is you can evolve like every ability, some of them more than once. Um, the sword has uh, several, actually, that you can do. It makes Not only, usually, at least, makes it stronger, but it also gives it a different look, um, maybe some different combos. Um, so there's a lot to do there. Uh, shoot. Uh, I guess the other thing outside of that that's sort of new to this that I know you've seen advertised, <laughs> particularly with the car, or as many like to call it, Carby. Which is a great name. They don't really call it that in the game, but I'm cool with it. Um, is the uh, mouthful mode. So, yeah, I, there's a lot of little surprises there. Things that you didn't ex probably aren't expecting to be able to take control of. Um, there is the car, of course, that you've seen. There is a vending machine. Um, I think the only other one I'll mention maybe is the... There's a light bulb that... You can go into like dark rooms with and light the way, but the light also attracts certain type of enemies. Um, so there's a lot of cool things like that. And it feels more like, it feels more important, feels better than a lot of sort of gimmicky things 
that you could say are similar to that in past games. Um, one thing to compare it to that, at least I've played, is like in Return to Dreamland, where you get some of those like super-powered moves. I can't think of the name of them. But like you can make the sword really big or the fire do like this one big move on certain levels. And that's kind of neat, but it's just kind of feels kind of just theatrical more than like a real big purpose or a new mechanic. Um, it almost feels like to me, to me, this isn't Kirby, but kind of feels like what Pokemon has been doing a lot with like these mega evolved things, you know, put in areas where you're going to need them, like where you're going to need a particular puzzle done. They're not really like the copy abilities where you can run through the game entirely with the fire ability. You, you're going to miss some collectibles for sure, but you can do that if you want. Um, these are, they, they usually kind of stop you. Like if the car shouldn't go past a certain spot, for example, it's going to stop you. Um, so there's that, but it's not really that big of a deal. I, I really don't think you'd want to go through most of the game as a light bulb, for example. Um, but yeah, other, other than that, I think they do fit into the levels quite well. Um, they're definitely more than your average big marketing, like, gimmick, so to speak. Um, I, I, I'm quite happy and impressed with what they pulled off with that. Uh, now, uh, to sort of backtrack here, this is one thing I meant to mention sort of at the beginning, so I do apologize. If, if you haven't tried the demo, which I think you should, if you didn't know that already, there is a free demo for this game on the Switch. Um, it, it consists of parts of like two levels and a boss. So it gives you a really good feel of the game. Uh, but I do want to mention real quick the feel of the, just how it feels to control Kirby in 3D, especially if you've played the 2D games, feels, I think, wonderful. Um, I think it translated very well to this. It feels maybe a little slow in comparison to some things like, like Mario when he's at full speed, but I think it fits Kirby just fine. Um, not to overtalk some of the mechanics that many of you all probably already know about, but like his hover ability is a little limited. Uh, it goes off of sort of your distance from the ground. It won't let you go so far, but I, I think that's very easy to get used to after you've played a little bit. You'll notice it if you've played past Kirby games, but again, I, I think it, for one, it's sort of needed in this to keep from breaking the game. Um, but I think it's something that's quite easy to get used to as well. Uh, now, outside of that, really, the other thing I wanted to mention, um, like I said, this isn't going to be a long one today. <laughs> Another thing I wanted to mention, um, though, is the co-op. Uh, so, you know, there's been a lot of, well, I feel like more 2D platformers than 3D that do have co-op in them. Um, I'll, I'll go with, I'll actually go with Mario 3D World on this comparison, though they are pretty different games. Um, Mario 3D World does have four-player co-op. Um, it has, you know, you can play as Mario, Luigi, Peach, Toad, or Rosalina. Um, sorry if that's a spoiler to you. <laughs> um, but up to four people can play every level at once. And that game can also be played just fine by yourself. I think they pulled it off quite well on that. Now, this game only has two-player co-op. And sort of the downside here is the second player is limited to a bandana waddle Dee, which I do like that little guy. <laughs> um, I know he has sort of like a big fan base for Smash Brothers. I never really felt that need. Now I kind of do, but I'm kind of grown attached to him. So you're just sort of stuck with like this, this spear, uh, which does have a decent bit of moves to it. 
and the camera's always sort of focused on Kirby, and it pulls you back to him if you get too far away. I do think they pulled it off better than it could have been. I think um, there's been games similar to this. Uh, Mario Odyssey is sort of one where it has like a co-op mode, but you just float around as Cappy, and it's not really that fun. You don't feel that involved. Uh, but I, I think this is way better than that. Um, I think this is better than, um, I think it's Bowser's Fury. Yeah, that you play as Bowser Jr. For the, that's sort of the one that's not getting the focus. Um, you can fly around as him. That, that, it is a nice little extra there, but in this game, I do feel like you're more involved. You're definitely more involved. You can do most of the same things Kirby can outside of like the different copy abilities. You can defeat a boss. You can pretty much do all of the work on that end of things. Though, if there's a particular ability needed, like fire for something, not really much you can do. You can't really help in that aspect. So that kind of stinks. I do kind of wish. I understand why they didn't put four people in here. I feel like it was just too chaotic, especially with the way these levels are really, I feel like, really crafted well. And sometimes around particular copy abilities. Um, so, and I sort of even understand why they did it this way. But I also think it would have been nice if they would have given the option to play as a second Kirby. You know, there's been different color Kirbys before. Maybe could have done that. I also understand how that would have required some design changes. Um, or at least it would have been nice if you could have played as another character at some point, like like Meta Knight um, or King DDD or something like that. That would have been cool. Um, whatever, it's not the biggest deal. I mostly, <clears throat> excuse me, I mostly played as... Waddle D myself my first time through um, with my daughter playing as Kirby. And I still had a great time. I, I don't feel like I was missing a whole lot. I still got to experience like the whole game with her. Um, some of the copy abilities I kind of had to go back and play with later if I wanted to. But it didn't bother me as much as you would think it would. Um, there's not much else I can compare it to because I feel like a lot of 3D games don't pull this off that great. And on paper, this doesn't sound that great, but... I honestly think it works quite well. Maybe it just depends on also who you're playing with. Um, or if, if you decide to take turns sort of on Kirby and that sort of thing, I could recommend that. One good thing here that is much better than Return to Dreamland is you don't share extra lives. Which there is no extra lives. Didn't mention that before. That is one great thing about this. I don't miss extra lives. Um, there just doesn't seem to be any reason for that at this point, in my opinion. In Return to Dreamland, I remember if you had one partner that wasn't very good, they could basically use up all the lives, if I remember correctly, and that really sucked. This one, you pretty much just have to keep Kirby alive. If you go out as Bandana Waddle Dee, you will come back after a certain amount of time. So, that's fine. I think that's a good thing. Um, now, to sort of get away from some of that, again, my overall thoughts on that game, on this game is I think it is. I think it turned out wonderful. Um, I really don't have a lot negative to say about it. There's a couple little things here and there that I wish were a little better. Like, I, I wish you could do a little more with the co-op, um, such as just playing as another character to it a bit nice here or there, you know, such as, like, Meta Knight would be cool. Not a huge deal, not a deal breaker. I think it's still quite great as a good co-op game with the right person. Um, another thing I skipped over there is some of the mini-games. There's like three of those. There's a fishing one. There's one that's a motion-controlled, like, ball-tilting maze game, uh, which is extremely difficult on the expert mode. <laughs> uh, I won't even get into that. And the other one is like a uh, a cooking game. I, um, I want to... It's 
not really like overcooked. It's there's different difficulties on it, but you pretty much go through and just pick out the waddle dees come up in a line. You may have seen it before or played it before, so I won't over explain it, but you pick out what they want to order. Um, if they say a tomato, you got to go to a tomato or uh, as me and my daughter call it at least, or a juice or a burger or whatever it is. And you just have to do it with like in this little bit of time. Um, and it, it's, it's a lot of fun. It gets pretty difficult if you go in the harder mode, but it's plenty fun. Um, the fishing one's fun. Um, it's more of like a button pressing thing quickly as they pop up. So they're, they're pretty good. Um, wouldn't have minded maybe having a little more replay value to couple of them, but no no biggie, no biggie, and they're all built into that Waddle Dee town, by the way, so they'll pop up there, again, sort of adding to that charm and making it feel like an alive world. Uh, now, again, with some of my own experiences here, to get sort of away from just my thoughts, just to share some of my own making nostalgia, so to speak, on this one. Uh, this is one that I shared basically entirely, well, for the most part, with my daughter through the main game. Um, she's seven year old, seven years old right now. Um, and I mostly let her play as Kirby through the whole game and she, she did pretty decent. And, you know, while I guess I did some of the fighting and things like that, and there were parts, there are parts that she does hand me the controller for Kirby and we sort of swap, swap places. It was plenty doable with her. And I think if you also have a child or someone who is not like the biggest gamer, I think this can work out fine. Um, we are trying to go back at 100% things. I've done some of that by myself, um, so that's not a huge deal. But she even sort of has gotten invested in it herself. Um, some of the characters, she loves taking pictures of the different figures when we get like a rare one and things like that. So that has just been, that's been a blast with her. I've really enjoyed that. Um, definitely one of those special games that I will look back on, sort of like I do with some games with my own family growing up. Um, so that's just been great. I might have mentioned it here before as sort of silly, but I do have a little bit of a scrapbook for gaming stuff. A lot of it is um, stuff that me and my daughter have experienced, like the Sonic movies, things from that, um, different games we've played together. And there's like a whole like two-page thing dedicated to Kirby, to, mostly to this game now. we uh, Again, this sounds crazy, but uh, we went and got ingredients for cookies and we went and made like round, like Kirby cookies. We painted them pink, uh, posted about these online before on Twitter and on Facebook and in our group, uh, which go check that group out if you haven't, by the way, on Facebook. That's um, where we spend, I would say, most of our time online, or at least where I do in relation to what's going on with the podcast and things like that. Um, but anyhow, uh, we had a great time with that. They didn't turn out the best, but they're fine. Some of them are really cute, yeah, but we had a really good time. Um, just just really got into it, and so I'm really thankful that this this came out and that we were able to pick it up. Um, again, overall, I definitely enjoyed this one. It's going to be hard to top this for my own personal game of the year this year. Um, we do have Mario and Rabbits 2 coming out, hopefully still this year, um, so we'll see where that goes. Um, but yeah, I definitely would put this one at the top of my Kirby game list, I think now, just, just right over top of Planet Robobot. Um, if, if you like 3D platformers, um, if, if you like Kirby, of course, go give this a shot. I feel like I don't really need to say that, but, um, this one definitely has my recommendation. It's not the most difficult one, 
it's also not the easiest one. <laughs> um, there's definitely parts later on that can be quite difficult, but it's plenty doable. Um, definitely recommend picking it up if you have somebody to play through it with. Completely doable by yourself, though. Um, so don't worry about that if you don't. Um, it's I'm sure it's perfectly fine either way. There's quite a bit to do. It's not a 100-hour game by any means, but I think it you know, does what it needs to do. Doesn't overstay its welcome, but isn't like ridiculously short either. And with that, I don't want to keep rambling on by myself here. Um, you guys have already listened to me talk for, it looks like going on 30 minutes or so at this point. Um, but yeah, feel free to jump into our groups, tag us on social media or something. Uh, keep the conversation going about this game, about the series, anything you like or didn't like about this game. Um, heck, I'll even talk to you about spoilers if you want. So feel free to shoot me a message or something. Um, I'm on Twitter myself and Facebook and all of those good things. So that doesn't bother me one bit. Uh, of course, you can find us, uh, Nintendo Nostalgia, on Twitter at Nintendo uh, underscore NOS. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, all that good stuff. Um, we are now live on Apple Podcasts, Google. Uh, I think we're still working on Spotify. We're trying to expand and make it easier for you all to listen if you'd like. Uh, but go ahead and follow us there. Again, join that group on Facebook if you get the chance, if you do have a Facebook. Um, I feel like that's where a lot of the action goes on. A lot of conversation seems to go on. Um, I'd love to have you there. It's It's been a good group. Um, and I'd love to see it grow. So... I hope you all enjoyed this little episode um, of just me rambling about Kirby. <laughs> and I hope to see you all the next time. Thanks. Bye.